welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer, it's me, Russ the Face, and I'm joined by the full Facehammer crew for this very special episode where we're going to talk about something really cool coming out from Games Workshop, and um, let's just get straight into it. Okay, so we have a very special guest with us today, and that is Rob from Warhammer TV. Hi everybody. <laughs> so, how are you doing, mate? I'm doing really well, thank you. I'm sat building some models while I'm talking to you guys, which is pretty cool. That's good. I'm not. I'm not going to start screaming about background noise. <laughs> It'd be rude not to ask. What is on your desk currently? Uh, some solar auxilia. So some non. Uh, uh, we yeah, all I just don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> We're just like, what's that? <laughs> Uh, I've got Brilliant. too much in my house to build, so I just kind of just whatever's at the top of the pile. Okay, so it's a new philosophy. I haven't tried that one. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> I just add to the pile, uh, do a little bit of it, and then put the rest of it back on the pile. Um, yeah, it change, do another army, and then just occasionally have to sell the pile because it's impractically large. Start again. <laughs> I like the fact you have a cupboard of shame, Byron. It's awesome. I do, and my resolution went awfully, didn't it? I said, I've got too many. I tried to see if anyone wanted to swap stuff and uh, do things like that this weekend when I got, well, just prior to this weekend, actually, when I got overwhelmed. And then I left today with a dragon. <laughs> yeah, my, my uh, cupboard of shame's turned into a room of shame to many room cupboards of shame. <laughs> house of shame, next goal. It's a house so of since shame. I, since I've started working at Games Workshop, uh, in order to leave, I have to go through the gaming hall, past Forge World, and the shop. I know, they're uh, cunning, aren't they? They are crafty. I, I, <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good model. Many years ago, when I used to work for GW, the most dangerous bit was the stock check. Because you'd go around and you'd be like, oh yeah, how many of these have we got? What we got? Oh, what's this model? I've never seen that before. Oh, that's really cool. I could do an army, and that could be my character, or that could be the dude. And then you're like, oh, I've just bought an army. Why have I done that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we digress slightly. So, um, Rob, you're not just on here to be, you know, to be amazing and Rob, but you're here to talk oh, about thanks. something, aren't you? You're here to talk about. Well, what did you tell us? What you're here to talk about? So, I'm here to talk about Warhammer Live, which is uh, which is Games Workshop's uh, new uh, way in which we're going to uh, talk to and communicate with the uh, community. Uh, for all game systems, so not just Age of Sigma, although because obviously it's an Age of Sigma podcast, more than likely that's what everyone will care about. But uh, you might care about lots of different things. So uh, yeah, and I can tell you about what all of that is if you'd like to know. Yeah. What do you think of the name? That's the big question. What do you think of the name Warhammer Live? Is is it actually live? They're not so, pre-recorded, yeah, it, are they? So it, so it, so it will be live, um, and people can are going to be able to uh, obviously if you are watching it live, you can. You can uh, you can type in the chat and have conversations with us, and that'll be moderated for the day. So, like, uh, if you've picked up any of the uh, coverage of the events we've done, 
they, they can get really fun, like especially if you stick around for both days, um, or if you guys watch it back. Because I know you guys played obviously over the weekend. Um, you'll see that uh, we we start a lot of hashtags. Some of the characters, as you know, when you play a game, some of the characters become quite big and important. Uh, Terry, you played in uh, in the final game, and that um, that single grot that was alive at the end, the pimple of Gork, he got nicknamed. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and him throwing out that fanatic, the second fanatic, uh, really kind of blew everyone away. It was it was brilliant. Um, so stuff like that is really exciting to be able to do but if you don't get a chance to watch it live because you're in another country or you're in a different time zone or you're at work or whatever it might be um uh they're saved on on the uh, twitch channel which is uh twitch.tv forward slash warhammer um, and so you can you can if you don't get a chance to watch it straight away you can always watch it back and the sheer volume of content means probably you're gonna have a backlog at some point to to watch yeah that's really cool i was wondering about that whether it was because you say it's warm alive, it's like well, I I or talk about what days you're doing what in a minute, but and what time it's sort of going to due to start. But you know, as someone who works and goes to tournaments and stuff, I don't always get time to to watch stuff like that. So catch up's great, really. Basically, yeah, I've always I've always really enjoyed watching the uh, the Twitch the, the Twitch stream back after Warlords. I mean, I haven't had a chance to look at Blood and Glory yet, but um, like I, I did sit through sort of like two of the games from from Warlords and sort of like cringed a bit when I got interviewed and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russ has asked in a very roundabout way how much he's going to be able to obsess over his own games and rewatch them yeah. once he's played in them. Apparently, <laughs> I've got ropey hair though. Apparently, Rob, isn't that right? Isn't that what uh, <laughs> He said that about me as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Terry. I think Terry Short's got it this week, this time. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with those shorts. I think. I hope. I hope that a lot of people pick up on the fact that I know you guys like at least well enough to to have some fun. And uh, if if the roles are reversed, I'm sure it would. I'm sure everyone saw me. Um, or not. I'm sure not everyone has seen. But if anyone ever wants to watch me pick up my trophy from the south coast, where I look like the sheepest, sheepiest. That was amazing. Pick, yeah, like I was literally like, "Why are you so embarrassed?" Because I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Oh, this is this is wrong. Something's wrong here." I thought you were like, "Oh no, I'm going to be outed on the internet. They know I'm a geek." And then you go and work for Warmer TV. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm too cool for this. Wait, wait. <laughs> I love it. That's, Brilliant. I guess that's an interesting segue from you being a uh, a ruthless cutthroat hardcore gamer to taking, <laughs> of course. What type of content is it going to, like? Is it going to be geared in one direction, or how do you describe the general feel? Because we, we said there's going to be this thing called Warhammer Live. Warhammer is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Exactly. What's it going to be looking at, and when, or what's the crap? Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll approach a couple of things, so you guys can. One of the things I was asked to look at when I started working for Games Workshop was gaming. Um, obviously, something that's really integral to lots of people who are in the hobby, um, and something really we haven't for a long time, had a real decent conversation with the community about. Um, uh, and there was obviously that amazing um, community involvement when we, we brought the General's Handbook out. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Gage Richard already said, there's that commitment that that's going to come out again in the summer and there's going to be that recommitment to, you know, keep refining what that is in the future, which is just brilliant, really, uh, for all gamers. Um, but talking about gaming and how that works has really been left to people like yourselves. And you guys, have, you know, you and the other podcasts have done a stellar job in informing the community of of, of gaming and, and how uh, gaming goes and, and you know stuff you can do. I suppose um, I've come up with this term translators, <laughs> which you guys all you guys all fit into, which is where 
you you can take a, a battle tome or something, you can translate that information out to the audience, which is just brilliant. Um, but there still just aren't um, the people don't get uh, enough information all the time, and you guys do it off your own backs, and it's amazing stuff that you do. Same as everyone else, uh, Hugh Hammer, Black Sun, pick a podcast. Everyone's doing something to make the community better. So Games Workshop just kind of committed to doing that exact same thing um, and tried to do it in. I don't want to say better. That's definitely the wrong term. Different. Um, and as a job, um, it's probably uh, the best yeah. way to put it. Right? Yeah, as a job, yeah, more professional, like, and not more professional than everyone else is unprofessional, but um, in a in a more presented way. How's that sound? Is that a more is that official the right? way? A more official way, really, I suppose. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're like but, independent, and you're like the official standpoint. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely. It's, it, but it's definitely meant to be fun and engaging. Uh, and so the format for that is on a Wednesday. Um, you'll get to, especially this is for the Sigma people, starting on December the 14th, you'll get to um, uh, watch uh, two games of Warhammer Age Sigma. Uh, that's usually how the format's always going to be, going to be. but we're going to announce well ahead of time if it's going to be a different format. Um, and it kicks off with uh, a narrative game uh, oh. at the start of the day. So you're looking at about a seven-hour day worth of content. Every, Something nice every, and soft like uh, 700 shot bone splitters against 700 shot bone splitters. <laughs> nice narrative yeah. game. Yeah, that, well, that is actually but it's a narrative play narrative army. Mm. So, yeah. That's, how cool is it that uh, narrative armies are also strong armies? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the fact you describe it as a narrative army. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a pure allegiance army. Get more narrative. That, that is correct. It is an allegiance army, not a narrative <laughs> army. Nice and themey. The bone splitters standing at range. Range, peppering things to death without actually getting into combat, and uh, oh, they <laughs> can get in combat if you can get in there quick enough. Yeah, they um, <laughs> no, we won't, we won't go on down this route. We've done this on the last show. That was about half the last well, show. Is, I think that one is probably down to Russ and Terry telling people to play like that. So people should think more independently. Yeah, agreed, agreed. That's what. So, so um, what you'll start with is um, you'll have a, a narrative game. Uh, in the day but that's that's not just it's not a narrative game in isolation it's going to be part of a campaign so over the weeks that campaign will progress it'll have a story and then we very much want the people who are um involved in watching it and you know people on our facebook and other members of the community to get involved in how that story is going to progress i'm sure we can take votes on like which realm it should be fought in or what battle plans it can be can be used or even like you know, if there's a really big character in it, or someone becomes a character or a bit of a hero, we you know we can make up a bit of story about that. We've got an amazing community who can help him be involved in some of that um, production and some of that stuff. And obviously, we've got all of Games Workshop who's also going to help with the production of that stuff. Um, and because we're not going to it like an outside location, and because we're trying to really step up the production value, we should have lots of different shots. There'll be lots of pre-roll stuff that we'll be able to include of like how the army looks exactly. Um, how the army wants to play, what the story is. Um, if we get time and there's enough resources, there'll be like uh, that. Really depends on how many people we have viewing, but we can have like a narrative, like graphical stuff produced. It's it's really based on how many people uh, get involved as to how incredible that could be. But the, the sky's the limit, effectively. Which is so people got to vote with their feet if they like it, and yeah. if they do that, then they'll see more and better and bigger. Yes, yes, yes. Which is it. You know, it's very much defined by that. Currently, it's uh, it'll just be me and a chap called Dan, and a lot of students work from as many people as we can get involved to to get it off the ground in, in in the way it's going to be presented. But it's going to be pretty top notch. Is my, is my plan. 
Um, and then later on in the in the day, we, we start we kick that off about three uh, o'clock GMT uh, at the minute, um, and then we'll be working till late into the evening. So if you're in England, you'll be able to kind of join in after work and be involved in the competitive game, which will be on uh, as the second half of the show, if you will. Um, and again, this is going to be uh, not showcase isn't the right word. I'm definitely going to be talking to you guys later at another point and lots of people involved in the competitive community who it's accessible to, to come down and play some games and they'll be scheduled in to come and play and bring armies and showcase how those armies work. Um, I'm so looking forward to that. I mean, a little while ago, actually, it was at Warlords. I I managed to grab you for like the only five minutes of free time you seem to have in that entire weekend, which was in the car park prior to the doors opening. And I had a quick chat because I wanted to tell you about, well, I just wanted to have a chat with you and see what your plans were and how things were going. And I mentioned the the positive influences that I thought you could take from other other games, whether they're tabletop or video games or anything like that. And I mentioned Magic. And it's a little bit off topic, but in-depth coverage of in Magic, it'd be a deck, but sitting down with someone who really knows about their list and asking them why they've gone for this left field choice and stuff like that. That's that's where I think you can get... You, you've mentioned quality a lot, and that, I think, with what you'll be able to put behind it in terms of technical stuff, or if you're talking to a painter about their army or anything like that, sitting down with an expert in whichever sense it is, whether it's in uh, running campaigns or playing uh, absolute top-tier gaming or painting or anything like that, and hearing their thoughts and their take on something... I don't think that has been done just ever really in a way that befits like <laughs> never mind the the decade we're in but the century we're in it's yes it's yes. not happened yet has it no it hasn't and 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 that's the intent really it's to it's it, it's very much like so um, one of the things that was interesting touching on a point from the weekend where we covered the blood and glory event was uh, me and Eddie uh, we saw the fire slayers army play uh, your army Terry um and uh, the truth was, is, is we spoke about fire slayers. Like we, we read the war scrolls, and I'm sure you guys have got as good a grasp um, as most of the war scrolls as probably either me or um, Eddie um, and our interpretation of them. But you know better than anyone that if you play an army 30 times or a hundred times uh, in competitive environments, you're going to know it better than anyone who's kind of piecemeal picked it up once or twice. Yeah. Um, you're going to trust units more. You're going to, or think units are a bit more fragile. Like uh, when, um, was it Carl you played? I think. Yeah, Carl. Uh, when, when he charged in uh, his unit of thirty Hearthguard with uh, the four ward, I was like, that seems brave. But he seemed to think that they were resilient enough to to take on the shooting and from the stormpings and everything else. That you know proved that, turned out to be wrong. Spoilers. Um, but like you know, me and Eddie said we were like we don't really. We haven't played that army enough to genuinely know how 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 good that is, and so having people on who played their army a dozen times or you know a lot more have really thought it out and can really express how they think that works uh, will be really incredible because it doesn't just it's not like it goes out to a group of people. We're gonna it goes out to everyone who can access this from all across the globe. That's the best bit about the internet. Um, and doing it from Games Workshop HQ is a central message out, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think getting people on and just going through stuff, like people like Russ and Terry know, like Russ knows Bloodbound inside out, and Terry knows Chaos inside out, and just 
like you said, they they know exactly what each unit does and how it performs on the table because they played so many games. And being able yes. to translate translate that out to people who are watching um, is it's like it's going to be a massive tool for the community, and also it's a really good step forward for like. So, so, you, so you meant so you mentioned magic, uh, and actually, there's there's really interesting uh, parallels between uh, Warhammer in like a competitive sense and some other competitive game systems, and uh, like League of Legends is a really good one. Um, you guys, you guys being very good gamers um, and very prolific gamers means that you can translate information to people, such as myself, for instance, who are also uh, like gamer heavy. But um, there's a whole swath of people, probably a much larger percentage of the community of gamers than we really realise, who play games um, and they'd like to be competitive-ish. Um, but they don't really maybe obsess as much as maybe we all do about it. And that's completely okay. And that's completely brilliant. But even if from those really in-depth informations, a bit like insights, they see um, like just a little thing, if they pick up something. I know something that I love is the skull grinder. Uh, and what, what he could do, like it's pretty unreliable trying to make that happen, um, which is where you can like double how many wounds something does. But the skull grinder has to go and kill a hero or a monster, maybe, maybe just a hero. Um, but it's a cool ability. Uh, and just someone picking that up and going, actually, I might try and run that. That's cool. I didn't know that did that. Or some combinations. Just knowing that stuff, that's, that would be amazing for, for everyone. You know, I keep picturing these two kids in Idaho playing in the garage. That's my <laughs> picture. They don't have a local games workshop nearby. They don't even have, a, like, a local um, gaming store. But they, like, love Warhammer. You know, they, they like the lore. They like everything. And they want to keep playing. But they're not really sure to how to improve. So being able to show them how to improve the game that they're playing with each other just... Is something that really excites me personally. I mean, you've you've mentioned the word translate a lot, and what you're describing is so. I mean, perhaps this is the the next progression of it, but you're describing something which is using people as a Wikipedia for how to play Warhammer better, kind of. Yes. And if yes. we're just going to reduce it to the competitive sense, you could talk about painting, or you could talk about uh, narrative play, or having an exciting but but balanced scenario, or something like that. Pick any of them. You, you're taking one person who is is obsessed about this or has thought about it or has run an event using these things or has run this army 50 times with only minor changes or whatever and you're getting them and then rather than reading a book front cover to back cover and just dive in head first like that like you wouldn't you wouldn't well you shouldn't like write well, about something without bullet putting it first and you're talking about using experts to provide those bullet points as a translation as you've so nicely put it to allow that to be transmitted via video to the greater world yeah, yeah that, 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 but what's really interesting is, is you said reading a book front to back. It's actually, you guys will know better than anyone. Um, the, <laughs> Read back and, to and front, think, right? <laughs> <laughs> upside, upside down as much as you can. Uh, the, uh, the, the, um, there's a barrier to entry right there. Um, yeah. is, is you have to pick up the book. Yeah. You know, um, and, and what inspires you to pick up that book? Yeah, you know, that's exactly. that's what that's what you want. That's that's where you want to really get into it. Um, and I know that lots of decisions for some of the models I've chosen to play with in in uh, on the tabletop have been based off story that I've read uh, because I've I have picked up a rule book. I picked up a, a battle tome where I picked up you know an eighth edition rule book and I've gone. I, I, I picked that up to look at the rules, look at the army, and then I've ended up reading the story and then I've gone. I like that character or that model or those things, and then ended up putting them on the tabletop because of just that. Um, so it all informs each other. 
Definitely. You know, Listening to people who are enthusiastic about it is dangerous as well. I mean, all of us in this, <laughs> all of us in this call will know how horribly effective that is. Like hearing someone describe a, a new painting technique on a particular model, I will, I will probably own that model within three days of hearing that if I really enjoy listening to it. And it's yeah. the same with armies and things like that. So, as a, uh, I'm not, not that's a, that's a, a bad thing by any means. I really like hearing like someone saying like, oh, I took this army and there's this really left field choice, but if you do this with it or buff it with this or do whatever, then you can have your whatever it is, like unit of night goblins kill three bloodthirsters. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> then you get grot blocked. Yeah. <laughs> I think goblin, that... blocks. goblin blocks isn't anywhere near as cool as grot blocked. Grot blocked <laughs> is definitely better, yeah. I think I think for me, like the, the like people getting excited about things, um, is is what makes me get excited and then I want to go off and do things and also see what other people are doing I can kind of get inspiration from that and go my own way but take bits and go oh, I like what you know from that list and that list but I'm going to do my own thing <clears throat> but obviously about the skull grinder I like the skull grinder song I try and work it into my list and work it into, into how I play with the army um, I think it's really cool so Warhammer TV then that's that's going to be how many days a week? So you've got Warhammer Live, so, uh, so you've got that format um, for Age of Sigmar on a Wednesday, and then you just repeat that format on a Friday for Warhammer 40,000. So uh, we, we haven't really touched on Warhammer 40,000 yet for the community. We're going to the LVO, um, where the Las Vegas Open, where we're covering the world's largest, I think it might just be the flat out the world's largest Warhammer tournament in any system, but it's definitely the biggest 40k one. It's 512 people in the singles event, which is it's kind of blowing my mind trying to picture it in my head. I don't really know how that looks. How many um, rounds is that? Uh, I think it's over three. It, it, they've got, they've got a really interesting system. They have, they play, um, I think they play for two days, and then the Sunday, uh, the top, um, whatever X amount of number of people it is, uh, they go into a, um, uh, it's not Swiss at that point, it's that knockout. knockout. Yeah, um, that's what they do in X-Wing, isn't it? They sort of uh, cut. Yeah. They cut to. So that's that's really interesting, and and, and obviously we'll be there covering that. Uh, but starting from December the sixteenth, we'll be supporting narrative and competitive Warhammer forty thousand gaming as well uh, from Games Workshop HQ, which is pretty cool. Fantastic. So for uh, the luddites amongst us, uh, yeah. how how do people get this stuff that you're talking about? It, it's not just like. You get it from the internet. What is what is the yeah. process someone would go through to so you, see you, this beautiful content? So you would go onto Twitch, uh, which is a website, twitch.com. It's T-W-I-T-C-H. Um, and then um, if you specifically make an account, because that's the best way to do it, and because most of this content is going to be a subscription service. Um, so it's like it's something fairly nominal. Uh, I think £5 a month is the plan, um, which it, it, really, it, it really isn't a lot. Really, really good value i think for the, the amount of work that's going to go into i mean yeah, if you just like age of sigma you're looking at like 28 30 hours worth of gaming content we haven't even touched on thursday yet which is uh which is the uh i'm smiling now because it's yeah. super exciting the thursday stuff um that's just when everyone who works at games workshop which is a creative company effectively we make miniatures we make books we make like graphical videos fun videos we make, there's a whole and there's a whole swath of people who make amazing stuff with artists. I didn't know, like, truth be told, I've only, been started work, I've only worked in there for four months. I didn't know how many incredible creative people were there. Like, and that's not like some, like, um, doughy-eyed, cute, I-get-to-work-for-games-workshop fanboyness. 
that's it's pretty amazing. You know, you've got authors, you've got rules writers, you've got just such a swath of amazing people um, who get to work there. And and now we get to showcase those people on the Thursday. So on a Thursday, you get to see artists and talk to sculptors, and and because it's live, obviously you can come and ask questions. And we're going to. Um, we're going to advertise it ahead of time so people will know. So if you guys specifically want to hear this, let's pick Jervis as a pretty cool example. Um, or Phil Kelly, who I didn't know really who Phil Kelly was. That's how I at Games Workshop. He is a cool, cool dude. Like, I bet you guys don't even know who Chris Peach is. And he's the guy who's in charge of the army painters, the photographers for the box art. He is, hands down, easily one of the coolest modelers. And um, uh, like he, the armies he puts together, just for himself, doesn't ever show. He, his army was in White Dwarf. Did you see it? It was the Free Guild army that was all that's converted. Amazing. That's amazing. I love that army with the yeah. um, the different shields and sort of like the combination where he sort of like got the Empire bits with the elves and stuff and the Sigmoids, um, yeah. the, the Twin Tail Comets looked ace. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I, you just And we'll get to talk to all those people and find out about what they do, which is pretty cool. And if we happen to be uh, either during or just before a, a, a release of a, of a big... Um, uh, new release, more than likely you'll have someone uh, involved with that release coming and talking uh, on the Twitch channel about that thing. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty thrilling because that enthusiasm and excitement you get when you find out something's going to come out. Um, it's not just you might hear about it from someone. It's not just you might see a blurry picture on the internet. It's that someone from Games Workshop will be on the telly and you can ask them a bunch of questions. I'm not saying you're going to get answers to all the questions. <laughs> um, and also, it's, uh, uh, it's not outside the realms of possibility. And in fact, you could almost say it's incredibly likely that if, uh, if, a, if a new range or something uh, new is going to pop up um, soon or at some point around, the, around while the, the, the weekly casts are on, for yeah. whichever game system, you're probably first in all the world going to see it on the tabletop uh, on Warhammer Live. Makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. the horse's mouth, actual good information. Yeah, like, yeah. How good's that? Like, during during a pre-order week, more than likely you'll see whatever armor you're going to see on the tabletop. Um, so, And then you'll see it in a narrative context, more than likely, and you'll see, you'll see it in some sort of... It won't be like a hyper-efficient competitive... Uh, uh, format, but you at least get to see what it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm terrified that uh, the new stuff might always suffer from new model syndrome. You know, just get taken off the board. It's <laughs> 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 live. Yeah, it's live. Live, you can't. Yeah, you know, just, just got to accept yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you just got to accept yeah. it. So I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so. so um, um, it sounds awesome, ahead, but hopefully you're going to have a few more people to help you out to deliver this, because obviously uh, you're going to be quite a busy chap of voice, aren't you, Rob? Yeah, well, that's the, it, it, it is what it is. <clears throat> it's a phenomenal uh, opportunity to deliver something amazing, because it's not just like, I mean, obviously I know a lot of people locally, I know you guys, but it's amazing when you're on, when you're, when I'm talking on the casts, and you see the people who are logging in, they're from like Tokyo, Australia. Like yeah. I often say, just let you know, let you, uh, you know, let us know where you're from. And it's Canada, Brazil, like just all sorts of places. There was one guy who was really funny during the Black Library Live. I was just like, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I, I'm from Brazil. I tried to order Blood Bowl, but my local games workshop had an earthquake, so I can't go. 
And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I've never had to face that. Man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I suppose that's the really big bit is the global community. It's trying to uh, centralise that global community and, and talk to everyone and get everyone on, not on the same page, but like everyone can share a story. Just bring you everyone know, together, could... isn't it? Sort of yeah, linking, very much so. Linking everyone together. And it's going to help people as well that if you're on that stream and you're in the chat room and you're chatting and you're like, oh, where are you from? And other people are, I'm from that area. Then you suddenly meet people near you that have the same interest and you can then, you know, maybe play, meet them up at a gaming club or something like that, you know? Yeah, and because and, and it's scheduled as well, and I think this is the really important bit, because it's scheduled and you know what it's going to happen. Like, you guys, you lads, um, you know that there's going to be a competitive game at Warhammer at Sigmar on a Wednesday evening. There's absolutely no reason... Being adults over 18, it's the only thing we would ever suggest. Um, you could get a few beers in and some Christian stuff and watch it on the telly. You know, like get involved in the chat and, and just, uh, who doesn't want to do that? You know, I would expect gaming clubs and whole groups of people to just go, do you know what, we'll put that on in the background or sit and watch and hang out, like just like you would with any sport. I, um, I remember actually at 1ETC, um, I think we were with the Danish and the Americans and we had some of the Aussies there, and we all sat around and we were talking about where we'd love to see, you know, Warhammer as a as a community, as a game, as as a, you know. And we're talking about watching it like match of the day. We're talking about, you know, like what they do, you know, what happens with things like League of Legends and things like that. And and now it's coming and it's happening and it's it's really surreal, but it's it's really awesome. It's, <laughs> it's just really it's, awesome. It's it's crazy, isn't it? It's it, like as um, I was sat there at the weekend watching uh, Terry your final game, um, and I was and some people in the chat were like, "This is tense," and I was like, "Yeah, I was on tenterhooks." And Eddie, Eddie, bless him because he's not on Twitter or anything. Um, and the whole Warhammer team, they deserve loads of credit. But uh, Eddie's just a phenomenal guy to be able to do the commentary with because he's he's really really clever and sharp. Somehow, amongst all the other work he does, he keeps up with. As much as I do, and knows more about 40k than I do, very comfortably. So, like, he is a very switched-on individual, and being able to like just 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 watch a game of Warhammer um, on the telly, like obviously I'm doing it and talking over the top, but it's amazing. And we all have done those backseat general moments. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking about Terry, weren't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I was saying to you as well, and after my interview, when we yeah. when the you know the mics went off, I was like, do you know what would be amazing? is if you get, a, like, a group of people, and I suggested, like, you know, myself and Russ come on and we commentate over, like, a, you know, a feature matchup or something with you, like, as, you know, like a panel of sort of people talking over it, so you can get, like, different perspectives on it, because I think that, obviously, if the, you have the same people casting um, every match, then you might sort of miss something or, you, you know, you add a different angle by having other people do it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it, it, the whole intent is to bring that format of how people enjoy the hobby that is Warhammer um, in the very best way possible. And, and I definitely don't, I never thought I'd be any good at that. Uh, so, that's, uh, like, finding people who are better or more people or a pool of people is something we'd love to do. Um, it's, it's a holistic approach to engaging with the community, I think, uh, and one that will work really well. I just gonna. I might take this off topic, but on a sort of a holistic approach, the one aspect of the hobby that we've not quite covered, I guess, is painting. Is there 
Is there any plan to cover that in any... Oh, so, 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 yeah, so obviously we, we, this is a, a, a gaming podcast. I know you guys do a lot of painting as well. So um, so Wednesday is Age of Sigma, and it's gaming for that. Friday is 40K, it's gaming for that. I just mentioned it. Like, we, we, we're kind of skipping over Thursday. I think you guys, I think everyone does when I mention it, but Thursdays are the thing that maybe excite me the most because the opportunity that we have with the Thursday is, is limitless. Yeah. Um, we were talking about some really fun stuff. Obviously, we've got painting, so obviously some Thursdays we'll just have Duncan come on and do a, a painting sesh. But beyond Duncan, we have the army painters and the heavy metal painters and a whole bunch of very talented painters uh, and sculptors. There's, a, there's absolutely every chance that we can have sculptors come on and um, or people who... We have the Warhammer, Warhammer World team who make all those amazing displays. Those guys could come on and talk to you about what that's like and how you would produce that, which would be really good for army boards. Um, you could have the guys that Judge Golden Demon come on um, and talk about, you know, exactly the processes of how people would start to approach doing something like that. Because it'd be barrier entry for that, and people just being a bit like, oh, I don't know how, don't, uh, my painting is not good enough. It's like, we'll try and then learn stuff, and then you know, just having uh, a voice to be able to talk to people to communicate about all aspects of the hobby is the Thursday. So that, that includes narrative stuff as well. So if it's like someone might be someone might be really, really into the hobby that's just the lore and the background and, and that part, and having an author come on or one of the background writers or any of those people come and talk about their processes and how they go through it um, would be brilliant. I came up with a really uh, exciting idea, I thought, for next summer. Are any of you guys dads? I don't think any of you guys are dads. No, no. No, okay. not a chance. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, summer holidays, obviously, you, the kids are off. Um, and so I think one of the things that I personally would love to do since we came up with it the other day, I don't know if this this isn't uh, this is going to happen, but this is just an idea of spitballing. And also, please feel free to uh, get in touch with any ideas because like, I'm not like the smartest human on earth. Like, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of ideas that uh, me and everyone else don't come up with that we'd love to hear about. But I thought this was really cool, because I was talking to one of the artists. It's completely possible to have um, an artist screen be projected onto the screen, and uh, we advertise it ahead of time, and just have a dad with his kids watch the telly um, while you learn how to draw space marines or um, learn how to draw, you know, you know, uh, Uruks or, or Grots or why you'd want to draw a Grot, I don't really know, but a Stormcast or whatever you want to draw. But that's not really the hobby. It's so involved with the hobby, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like what a like a, a big comic book artist would do at, say, Comic-Con, where you'd have sort of like 30 minutes with Jim Lee and he'd show you how to draw, draw Batman. You could get someone who, like, I'm harking back to the old books, like a, a Mark Gibbons, go, this is the process on how I would go about drawing, say, like a Wraith Lord or a Stormcast Eternal and stuff. That is super exciting to be able to. I know it's not like hobby-centric, but just little things like that is really going to draw people in. I think it's going to be amazing. Well, it's, 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 it's part of the hobby, and sometimes it's a much maligned aspect of the hobby, really. Um, like, you know, I, I know when people talk about gaming, they go, well, what about painting and sculpting? And you guys cover that really well as well. Um, uh, but, yeah, there's, there's, there's tons more. There's tons more. I mean, getting getting the heavy metal team on and just going through the process because there's so many talented, like you said, so many talented painters on the heavy metal team. Like getting like a, a Darren Latham, I think, is a, a sculptor now. Someone yeah. like that, someone who's so well known, just to sit there and go, "This is the process on how I get my really crisp space wolf highlight or my black and stuff like that." Just like you want to be able to paint the, you know, the, the Darren Latham way or um, 
what was the the other guy we met at Warhammer Fest? Was it Tom? I can't think of it. Yeah, I was just about to talk about Warhammer Fest because we went into that with quite low expectations from remembering the old sort of games days. And the best bit about that was going around seeing all these really talented people doing really talented things and then being really open and approachable and being asked questions like, you know, how, how, you know, how did you do that? How often do you, do you work with this material? Do you work with that material? How long does it take you to do this? And, you know, how much free, how, how much ablibbing do you do? Or is there, is there quite strict briefs? And it's really interesting. And it was, it made that, really really great weekend it stuck in my head even now i still remember conversations i had on that day and even the chatting to the the forge world guy who was doing the fimir and i'm thinking well i'm gonna do a fimir army and i can i remember him sculpt to the space marine face and just thinking the talent to do that it's just incredible you know it's yeah. it's uh i think a way to get bring that out to the community and and obviously in a white dwarfs a great a great medium but to do it as as video as um you know live live content but also as catch up it's uh, it's really good i think it's going to be awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah i think i think the ability to know it's something that you're super super interested in enough that maybe you'd even take the day off work or you know um for if it's something that you're super super interested in and if not knowing you can catch up with it later um it's, it's brilliant like yeah. i i'm i'm super excited so kick off is december 14th uh, December fourteenth, Rage of Sigmar. December sixteenth, if you're really into Warhammer forty thousand, uh, and then the Thursday, I'm not going to tell you yet what's going to be on. Ooh, oh, that's the wild card. Oh, like. there we go. The Thursdays are the super. This the, the game and everything else. The Thursdays is where you just go hobby, 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 or secret, secret, secrets. I was going to say, if people people want to know about spoilers, that's going to be the day, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and that's going to be super fun as well because people are going to be like, "What's it going to be?" We might not even tell, like you know, might not even just sneak it in the back, you know, just sneak, <laughs> have it in the back of the background. It's just something snuck in, like you know, something. Yeah, that'd be quite funny. Yeah, but I have a modern equivalent of uh, that that model being used in the background of a shot in an army book that people only realise six months later wasn't a conversion and it's like the next dragon or something you've got to find <laughs> you've got to find a video graphic way to be able to do that just in passing and then someone's going to go like I paused it this is that that'd be great yeah. it's, it's almost like we might already done it who knows yeah. um, but Ooh. easter eggs everywhere uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah yeah uh, the, the, it's a subscription based service just so everyone is aware I said that already um, but I think it's. I think you go. Oh, okay. I, I won't even bother saying I think it's worth it. I'll ask you guys, and I don't want you to sugarcoat it. I want you to be honest with what you think that that's worth. So what? So like, right, so you, days you can get a week it? every week. Yeah, yeah, three days a week of, of two days a week of gaming for a game system each, and then so a hobby, a kind of hobby day or, or some sort of information day for five pounds a month. Yes, uh, I'm in. And half the people he'll be outlaying that for their Amazon Prime, their Netflix, their whatever. It's like they're outlaying more than that for those and my for something you're really passionate about. Like, absolutely. Yeah, my girlfriend's going to hate me though because on Wednesday evenings I'm going to be sat in front of the PC watching Twitch instead of spending time with her. <laughs> Surely you put it on your TV on your, in your front room. No, I like I'm like being in a relationship. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you're painting and, and you go and you listen to a podcast or you watch yeah. some stuff, uh, just a great thing to have on, I think. 
because no. are you doing hobby? Yeah, I'll be interested to see see how it all goes, and I think it's be well worth the money. I mean, for me, it's you know, it's not it's not a lot of money for me, and I think you know, it's for what you get, it's gonna be well worth it. But um, I mean, are you gonna have any sort of trial? You know, like you can try and see what it's like, or I mean, what is it? Do you have to sign that's, up for a minimum period, or is it real, real, real clever, Russ? Uh, I, I imagine we one hundred percent will have some sort of introductions. Uh, I'm sure you'll find out about that in the future too. Oh right, awesome! Yeah, because so, yeah, because you don't you don't you don't want people to just give up. Like everyone works really hard for their money, you don't want to just give up their money for nothing. You definitely want to see that it's worth uh, paying for. Like, and and the intent is to make it. Like, it, it I think you could make it half okay, and it would be worth its money. Yeah, uh, but that's not the, that's not the intent. The intent is to bring something world class yeah. by a world class company to the world. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome, but. Um... Yeah, really excited for that. I can't wait to see that. And I'll, I mean, you're going to do some little like kind of teasers who you're going to get on, or you know, yeah. like maybe like if you're going to have like a match coming up, do some kind of old school wrestling psych out videos or anything like that. <laughs> that cool. You know, guy, yeah, guy, fun. you know, guys in spandex taking the cam, <laughs> the microphone off you, pointing into the camera and telling them they're going to smash your face. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I think covering lots of those things would be super fun, wouldn't it? It would be uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah uh, well, it really depends on... Um, and also, if you happen to be one of uh, the international listeners, and I think it's very unlikely that we're ever going to pay anyone to fly over anywhere. Uh, but if you're on holiday and, and you want to uh, get in touch, you know, if you're like... Because you guys have been involved, or some of you have been involved in the ETC, and we're going to have players from all across the world at some point around... Just the ETC, just for uh, the listeners that might not know. Yeah, what does it stand for uh, European, European team, team championships. championships, but it's not yeah. just Europe, so it's a bit of a, a weird it's name. So we yeah, have a global coming together and the largest team tournament in the world for Games Workshop games. Yes, yes. So what would be cool in the future is to have those people who are very involved in their communities internationally come over and also play on the telly, so that they then are internationally oh, action as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a big global community. I, I believe in that personally, obviously, just because of the internet. I think that's important. We, we're talking over the internet right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the day I can go pro and retire and just be a professional warmer player. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. I'm going to be too old by that point, and I have to be one of these yeah, commentators. Like Methuselah. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to get to that point. So, <laughs> so oh, Rob, amazing. How are you, yes. you going to handle the fame, Rob? That's the thing, because you're going to be like the most famous man in Warhammer, eh? Oh no! I, I, I say this a lot, and I really—I'm not—I'm going to fall over myself doing it as much as I can. I'm just representing an entire company full of people that try really hard to bring a great hobby to everyone else. No like, pressure. No, yeah, but it's got very little to do with it. <laughs> like, and, and like, and I try and express that as much as possible. It's not me trying to be like incredibly modest because I'm absolutely super cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, I get like I had some people on the weekend say some stuff. To me. I'll give you a good example. Duncan, everyone loves Duncan. He's a superstar, yeah. and like since I got to meet him and work with him, he's just one of the nicest human beings you're going to meet. He's a legend, and I can't say nicer words. But he has a video producer who works full time, yeah. studiously uh, producing the videos that Duncan appears in, and his name's Roger, and he works really, really, really hard to make sure that the painting videos that everyone else gets featuring Duncan are as good as they can be. And then this is, so this is just the team I work in, the video team. Then you've got Eddie who deals with all the Facebook stuff. Then you've got 
the events team. You've got, you, you've got everyone in every part of the company making something. And like uh, you spoke about not long ago, um, uh, Byron, you've got everyone in trade um, who works really hard to make sure that like lots of people get product all around the world. It's a yeah, big company. Time informed. It's huge. There's yeah, it's a big hundreds company. And hundreds. Yeah, it's a big company of a bunch of people trying really hard. So uh, I don't really want anything. But if I have to, it's only going to be me representing a whole bunch of really good people. Um, I know that's really rubbish. I know you that's really, really don't that's, I know that's really late. <laughs> no, right. to be honest, that's the best way though. It's like people yeah. are humble, and then people like them more, don't they? So it's that's how it goes. But it's true, yeah. isn't it? And you know, you're you're the the sort of the face of it, but there's all the bit in the in the background. So. Yeah, it's a huge background. <laughs> it's like yeah. a teeny face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a really weird image now of like, <laughs> like little tiny face. <laughs> um, so I think we can. We've talked quite a while about this, and I think, watched, I think we've got across like what you know, what I'm alive is going to be. I won't call it what I'm a TV. Um, and you know what, where it's kicking off, and that is there anything else you want to say, Rob, before we kind of wrap this up, or uh, anything else you want to comment on? Uh, no, just just the, uh, the, the Twitch URL is already in there. Everyone knows that. Um, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, just like give it a try. I think that, that's another one as well. Lots of people haven't ever tried streaming anything before um, or, or watching it. It's just like the TV, really. It's just a TV show like that you know and love. It's like that. Um, Give it a whirl. Yeah, like the radio. It's just on, on there for, for background noise of the people you've heard week after week. Anyone who listens to the same podcasts will know or has, I don't know, grew up in a house. It's like tangential, but someone who grew up in a house where Five Live was always playing or something like that. You're just used to having the same people in the background talking about stuff you're interested in. And this is stuff that is your, your hobby and your passion. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, and it's just a great community. One of the things, because as you guys know, I'm fairly new to the, the gaming community, but the community of people who play Warhammer is, is pretty brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fun. Awesome. It's fun to be involved. Uh, thanks for having me on as well to you guys. That's really nice and uh, really cool of you. No, you know we You're we awesome. we try to do our best to help you know the community and that, and uh, we appreciate what you guys are doing. So we're more than happy to have you on anytime, yeah. anytime. Any thanks very yeah. much. And if you bring Duncan, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Already. So, so well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't want to talk about the dunk too much, but I can tell you one thing. We're all fans. Uh, yeah. Everyone's a fan, and you can't not be if you meet him. He's such a brilliant human being. But um, the amount of time I remember the very first meeting I was in um, uh, with him and uh, one of the uh, higher ups uh, said to him, "So, so Duncan, um, you, when you're not painting at work, like what do you do when you get home?" And he's like, "Oh Are well, I, I quite like painting." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we- we had the same conversation at Warmer Fest. We were like, he goes, yeah, I just like going home and painting more models. I was like, wow. So dedicated. It's like, That's yeah, amazing. I paint them exactly how I would for videos. So I get to practice so I can do my videos better. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Dedication. He's just the loveliest bloke in the world, honestly. He's wicked. He is. Well, it, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And I think yeah, we're, we're in the privileged position to have you as, I think we got you first, didn't we? You did. You did. If you get this out super quick. You're the first. Amazing. And it's um, a genuine pleasure to be able to talk in person, um, not privately, uh, like hushed on the side, but actually in a in a broadcastable sense to someone from Games Workshop. I think a lot of us have been waiting for a little while to be able to do that without without having to be worried or, or anything that it's uh, 
it's not going to be official, but it's a it's a really great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's, uh, it's Warhammer. How's that not fun? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool, thanks so much. No worries. Thanks for coming on, and uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Bye. Bye. To make sure you don't miss out on any more hammer to your face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.